This, 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 this is you. KUT. KUT, Austin. Stop. This is KUT. I'm Jennifer Staten. Austin Fire Chief. Police Chief, Police Monitor, Animal Services Director. Those are some of the leadership positions in the city of Austin that need or will soon need permanent leaders. Until earlier this year, the job responsible for filling those jobs, Austin City Manager, was also vacant. Spencer Cronk started as city manager on February 12th. He came to Austin from Minneapolis, where he was city coordinator. Cronk told me he wanted to come to Austin to build on the specialness and weirdness the city's known for and help manage the challenges that come along with being that kind of city. I chose to take on this job because Austin is such a special place. We're growing in ways that other cities would be envious of, but with that growth come both opportunities and challenges. And I think through my past experiences of bringing together key stakeholders and working through some of those challenge challenges, we can be even a greater city. So I came to take on this job because of that weirdness, of that specialness that Austin has, and I look forward to building on it. What would you say are Austin's biggest challenges right now? Well, the things I've heard the most since I've been on board have been around mobility and affordability. Um, how do people get to and from their work environments? How do they are able to survive and, and be able to afford the place to live? And ensuring that we can keep that specialness that keeps Austin unique in terms of its creative culture, in terms of its thriving creative class. And so those are the biggest challenges that I've been hearing. In the position of city manager, what are things that the city manager actually could do to help impact or improve on those challenges? Well, the city manager is essentially the CEO of the city, and so it oversees all 14,000 city employees and the $4 billion budget that the city of Austin has. And there are certain incentive programs, uh, uh, ways that the city can ensure that we are taking care of those uh, needs that the city has. I'm looking forward to working with city staff and community stakeholders to find out what those options that we would have, what tools do we have at our disposal to address some of those challenges. Are any of those challenges similar to ones that you've encountered previously in other places? Absolutely. The similarities between what I experienced in Minneapolis and Austin, there are more similarities and differences. Uh, I would say that the community of Minneapolis was very engaged in its civic environment, and they wanted to make sure that their government was held accountable for seeing some results to ensure that they were a livable community. And those included around mobility, around affordability. I've been able to take some of the lessons that I learned in Minneapolis and trying to see how they translate to Austin. Obviously, Austin's going to have its own unique take on how to address those, but frankly, many cities across across the country are experiencing the same challenges. So in addition to tackling those challenges, what are your other priorities as you kind of get settled into the position now? Certainly getting to know the community. I am an outsider at this point, and I really hope to talk to as many people as possible, do a lot of listening. There's a lot of history here in Austin that I'm just becoming familiar with. I also have a priority of getting to know city staff. We have an incredible group of employees that are working day in and day out on behalf of Austin residents to ensure that they keep the streets clean, uh, keep our neighborhood safe. And I want to support them in their efforts and make sure that we're doing everything that we can to provide efficient services for our residents. The other priority is to address essentially a year and a half 
vacuum of leadership within city governments. Elaine Hart did an incredible job as an interim city manager, but essentially we did go for a long period of time without that head of the organization. There are many issues that are remaining as a result of that, including the appointment of some key leadership positions. We know that Fire Chief Rhoda Mae Kerr, she's leaving this summer. There'll be a recruitment process for that, a search for someone. I know a lot of people are still curious about the position of police chief. Brian Manley has been interim chief since November of 2016. And now in the aftermath of the serial bombing case, there have been calls for you to just appoint him as permanent chief of police. There have also been calls to go through regular recruitment and search process. What are your thoughts right now about which way you're going to go? I'll go back to the fact that I have only been here eight weeks, and I'm really in the process of doing that type of assessment of talking to both members in the community and within city departments on what are we looking for for our next leadership structure within city governments. Um, There are certain positions that are going to be critical, including the police chief, that I want to address right away, uh, but I do need to take the time to make sure that that is done in a thoughtful manner. Interim Chief Manley has done an incredible job during this very challenging period in our city's history. I don't take that for granted, and that's important to have that type of continuity and leadership at the helm of our police department. Uh, But I will be talking to the community in the coming weeks about what that process will look like going forward. What was it like for you? You'd been in the position actually less than a month when the serial bombing case started and then unfolded in the way that it unfolded. What was it like for you to to not have been in your job very long and to have this very significant event happen in our city? The city of Austin experienced something over the last few weeks that it has never experienced before, and no city would ever want to go through that. I entered this position fortunate to have both community leaders and city leadership, including Interim Chief Manley, step up and show true leadership in the face of these challenges. I was able to surround myself with that community. And on one hand, we experienced the worst of our society. But on the other hand, I got to experience the best of our community. And to support those leaders in that environment was both awe-inspiring, but very disturbing to think through, how do we make sure that we are preventing anything like this from ever happening again? That serial bombing case in Austin last month, it reminded a lot of people in the city that we have a difficult racial climate here. There were criticisms that there was a rush to judgment about the first victim who was an African-American man and sort of an overall lack of concern about the case because the first four victims were people of color. Are there specific things that the city manager can do or even just broad things a city manager can do to help improve Austin's racial climate? and improve how people of color are treated living in Austin? Certainly the first thing to do is acknowledge that. I think we need to be having a serious conversation in our community about race and about the history of race in Austin. I'm just beginning to learn about that history and hear the stories from community members, from people that have been impacted by city policies from the past, and how do we do to interrupt that and ensure that we are providing a framework that everyone in our city can be successful, that can be um, affording a place to live and work and, and play. In this role as city manager, 
I believe that providing the space for those conversations to happen is the first step, but then having policies that directly interrupt some of the past practices is the next step. And I look forward to working with both our policymakers and the community to ensure that we are addressing it. Have there been any conversations yet about what some of those policies might be? Not yet, but as you can imagine, they do involve how we think about investments, um, affordability with housing and transit mobility, but it's really applying an equity lens to many of the the work that we do as a city. You were mentioning there are a lot of of interim folks in city leadership positions. Right now, there's an interim um, Austin police monitor. And even the future of that sort of position is is not clear right now. Also, the Austin Police Association doesn't have a contract with the city, but says it's ready to negotiate. What is the current status of, of both of those items in the city right now? Well, the police monitor, as you mentioned, is an interim position right now. Um, I think the woman who is playing that role is doing a fantastic job. And whether or not and how these conversations with the police association progress, we will continue to have a police monitor that reports directly to the city manager. Uh, We did begin uh, resume negotiations uh, with APA, and we will continue to work towards a resolution where we can have a contract uh, in the coming uh, months ahead. We have um, mentioned previously that there are a lot of leadership positions to fill in Austin. And with so many leadership positions to fill, I'm curious what you look for in a leader, like what qualities you want the leaders that you bring into these positions in Austin to have. I think there are some characteristics that are critical to advancing the goals of our city moving forward. And one key characteristic is that ability to listen and really understand what the needs are of different stakeholders. We are going to have tension points between perhaps the community and uh, different policymakers. We're going to have to really embrace the way that these leaders can bring people together to find common ground and be able to move a department or an institution forward. That's not something that I take for granted, and I think it is an important characteristic for any leader to show of how they're able to listen and collaborate and bring, bring stakeholders together. They also have to have a curiosity about wanting to explore new and different ways of approaching their work. And I will look for leaders that show that level of interest and thinking differently about how things are done. Austin's a big city. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's easy to just continue doing what we have been doing, but I feel this frustration about how can we recognize that we're not a small city anymore, that we are growing quickly and we're going to have to do things differently. So that level of creativity and curiosity is going to be critical for our next leaders. Are there specific qualities that you think a leader in Austin should possess to be able to succeed doing his or her job? Does it take a special something else to work in Austin, do you think? Austinites are very savvy in seeing through a lot of pretension. And so leaders that are able to be very authentic and transparent on how they operate is the most important thing. 
I think you have to have a sense of humor. I think you can you can't take yourself too seriously. There is this genuine appreciation for bringing your own individuality to the table that Austinites really have I've experienced come to appreciate. I have felt so welcomed here in my short time and it's because of that openness and willingness to just take people for where they're at. We're going to hold people accountable, but we want you to be you. And I think that's permeating throughout the culture of Austin. Spencer Cronk is Austin City Manager. He's been on the job since February 12th of this year. And Spencer, thank you so much for your time and our discussion today. Thanks for having me. Jennifer Staten, KUT News.